Okay, good evening everyone. I want to speak out a question on Shavasana Tamos and Asarva Teves. It's a question that I've been thinking about for many years. There are a number of uh, answers to this question. In fact, uh, we even put it in the book, three answers to this question. I got an email today. Rabbi, come on, you were bothered by this question for many years. Don't you know the Chassam Soifer? I happen not to have known the Chassam Soifer. He sent me a message. This is a Rabbi Yaakov Emmert in Lakewood. He sent me that uh, he's actually a nuclear chemist for Exxon. And he said, look in uh, Chassam Soifer, Masech He asks and answers this question. So I want to share with you the question and a number of approaches. Here's the question. We fast on Shavas Hamas. What happened on Shavas Hamas? Five tragedies. But primarily, the walls of Yishlaim were breached. They broke down the walls. They broke the walls. So, the Gemara Masechta Tainis asks, they didn't break the walls on Shavas Hamas. They broke the walls on the 9th of Tamas. The Pasuk says in Yirmiyah, Jeremiah the prophet, that the walls were broke on the 9th. That's the Gemara's Kasha and Tainis. And the Gemara and the Bavli says, Enechanami, they were b- broke on the 9th. In the times of the first base on Mikdash, they were broke on the 9th. In the times of the second temple, they were broke on the 17th. So why do we fast the 17th and not the 9th? The Bavli says, Chorben Bayesheni Chomerlan, the destruction of the second base of Mikdash is more Chomer. Mean, we're suffering the effects of the destruction of the second temple. We're not suffering the, the effects of the destruction of the first temple. So we fast on the 17th and not the 9th. That's the Bavli, yeah? Toysus and Roshana, Daf Yechesam Abbeis, quotes the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi says that in the times of the second base of Mikdash, it was also breached on the 17th. So why does the Navi Yirmiyah write the 9th? The Navi made a mistake. Things were so hectic and confusing, they were so confounded, they wrote the lost date, the, the wrong date. How could you say the Navi made a mistake? It means that the Navi knew exactly what date it was, but to preserve the fogginess of the time, the Navi purposely wrote the wrong date so that you get a sense of what things were like at the time. Fine. But we're going to go with the Bavli. The Bavli says in times of Bayes Rishon, the walls were breached on the 9th. Bayes they were breached on the 17th. We fast on the 17th. Chorben Bayes Sheni That's the principle of the Bavli. Destruction of the Second Temple is more severe. So here's my question. Been bothered by this for more than 10 years. Question is, what happened on Asar Bateves? The Beis HaMikdash was surrounded in times of the first Beis HaMikdash. Nebuchadnezzar surrounded Yerushalayim in the, terms of, in the times of Bayes Rishon. Why would we fast the day they surrounded the walls in times of Bayes Rishon? We should fast instead the day they surrounded the walls in the times of Bayes The same way when it comes to the breaching of the walls, we fast when they breached the walls by Bayes when it comes to when they surrounded the walls, we should fast when they surrounded the walls by Bayesheni, not Bayes Rishon. Bayesheni, Chomorlan. It's like a, it's a straight contradiction. Why fast the day they surrounded Yushayim by Bayes Rishon and the, way, and the day they breached by Bayesheni? If, if Bayesheni is more Chomor, if Bayesheni is more severe and we fast when they breached the walls in times of Bayesheni, we should fast when they surrounded Yushayim by Bayesheni, not Bayes Rishon. That's the question. Good question, no? I thought so. So we're going to present a few answers. 
Answer number one, I never saw anywhere. But if you look in the Gemara and Gittin, the Gemara and Gittin says that when they surrounded the walls in times of Ayashini, they had enough stuff in the storehouses to last 22 years. They had enough wood, oil, food to last 22 years. The only thing is, the bandits burnt down the storehouses. So the surrounding of Yushalayim in the times of Ayashini per se was not a tragedy because we could have waited it out. The tragedy was when they burnt the storehouses down. So by Bayis Rishon, they didn't have the uh, supplies. So it was a tragedy that they surrounded Yerushalayim. But by Yashini, it wasn't a tragedy that they surrounded Yerushalayim. We could have, uh, we had enough supplies. So maybe that's why we don't fast the day they surrounded Yerushalayim in times of Bayis Rishon. That's answer number one. Answer number two is given by Shaul Sichuvas Binyan Shloima, Rav Shloima Hakoyen Avilna. And he says that in times of Ayasheni, things were so confusing, they don't know, we don't, we don't know when it happened. We don't know when the Gentiles surrounded Yishalayim in times of Ayasheni. We just don't have that information. So we fast when they surrounded Yishalayim in times of Ayasheni, not in the time when they surrounded Yishalayim in times of Ayasheni. Third answer. This is the answer of the Tashbites. Do we have to fast today, according to the Nevi'im? No. No prophet ever said to fast today. Do we have to fast on Tisha B'Av, according to the prophets? No. No no prophet ever said to fast on Tisha B'Av. Do we have to fast on Sam Gedalia? No Navi ever said to, to fast on Sam Gedalia. All the Navi said is, Koyamar Hashem. Tsoim Horavi, Vitsoim Hachamishi, Vitsoim Hashvi, Vitsoim Moasiri. Says the Navi Zechariah. You need to love truth and then you need to love peace. Many people say, you gotta, you know, for peace, you gotta bend the rules. No. First comes truth, then comes peace. First comes MS, and only then comes Shalom. Rav Shamsin Rafal Hirsch would sign his name. It's nice to get along. First comes truth, and only then comes peace. MS, and only then shalom. The Navi says you need to fast in the fourth month, which is Tammuz. In the fifth month, which is Av. In the seventh month, which is Samgadalia. In the tenth month, which is Asar Batavis. The Navi never said to which day to fast. The Navi says the month. The rabbis picked the date. So when it comes to... Here's how it happened historically. They breached the walls on the 9th of Tammuz in the times of Bayez Rishon. So originally, historically, they fasted on the 9th. Then they breached the walls on the 17th in Bayez The rabbis then moved the date. How could the rabbis move the date? Because the Navi never said what date. The Navi just said the month. So the rabbis could move it from the 9th to the 17th. But when the walls were surrounded in the times of Bayez Rishon on Asara Beteves, the second time around, it was surrounded in a different month. If it's surrounded in a different month, you can't change the date because the prophet already, already legislated the month. The month is set in stone. The date is not set in stone. So you can't change the month. So those are three halachic answers. Here's the new answer of the Ichsam Soifer, Mesech Tainis, Davchav Chesom Because you're going to go home and your wife's going to ask, No? What does Ichsam Soifer say about Shavuot of the You just give her the sheet. 
I'm surface as follows. What was the sin that destroyed Bayez Rishon? Avodah Even though the Gemara says Avodah Zarah, Gil Damim, primarily Avodah When uh, the first base of Mikdash was being destroyed, a big mythical lion flew out of the base Hamikdash, indicating that what destroyed it was the big desire, the lion-like desire for Avodah Zarah. What destroyed the second base of Mikdash? Genaschinam Lashon Hara. Fine. The Gemara Sanhedrin says about hatred, fighting, machlokes. It's like a crack in an old building in Florida. It starts off very small. It's almost microscopic. At first, only the the engineer re- writes in the report. There's a small crack under the pool and the concrete. It will cost nine, but it's a small crack. But slowly the crack opens, 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 opens wide until it causes devastation. The Gemara compares fighting, machlek, is to a crack. It starts off small, it ends up big. And those who are involved in a fight, they say, what am I doing already? It's just a small little issue. What could the repercussions be? What could the ramifications be? It's just a small issue. I don't, I don't agree with the, the person about this little tiny point. They're very focused on the origin of the fight and they lack the foresight to see the ultimate repercussion of the disastrous ramifications. So fighting starts off as a small crack, but the eventual result is very devastating. Let's talk about Avedazara. What's the issue with Avedazara? It's not those who worship idols. They say, okay, I know there is one supreme God, but he gave over the world to a sun and the moon, and they gave over the running of the world to the constellations, and they gave over the running of the world to cows and sheep. So they're looking at the end game. They're not, not looking at the root cause. So the failure of Avodah is to look at the final step and to ignore the origin. The shortcoming of Sina is to focus on the origin and ignore the final ramifications. So says Chsam Soifer, rather simply, when it comes to the first base Hamikdash, where the avera that was committed was Avodazara, the, the shortcoming of Avodazara is not to look at the root cause. They're looking at all the various constellations and animals, but they're not looking at the Siba Hasibot Ilaha Ilot. They're not looking at the or, the original cause. So, therefore, when it comes to mourning the first base Hamikdash, which was destroyed because of Avodah Zorah, we have, we have to look at the origin. And the origin of Bayes Rishon was when they surrounded Bayes Rishon, which is Asara Beteves. So, no, let's look at when they surrounded the, the Yushalayim in the times of the second base Hamikdash. No. In the second base Hamikdash, the infraction was Sinna, Machloikes, failure to look at the end result. So that when it comes to Bayesheni, we have to look at the end result. And the end result is they breached the walls on the 17th of Tammuz. So in other words, which is more Chamor? Bayes Rishon or Bayesheni? It depends for what. When it comes to Bayes Rishon, we're focused on the origin. The origin being when they surrounded. They surrounded on Asar 
when it comes to Bayasheni, the focus has to be on the end result. Look at the end result of fighting. The end result is they breached on Shabbat Batamas. So that's why by Bayas Rishon we focus on the surrounding of the wall. And when it comes to Bayasheni, we have to focus on the breaching of the wall. Bayas Rishon, we have to look back at the root of Avodah namely failure to look at the root cause. So we have to mourn when they surrounded the city. Bayasheni, failure to look at the repercussion of, of, of fighting. So therefore we have to look at the end result, namely the breaching of the walls in the times of Bayas Sheni. So we should be zoicha to rectify the chasroinos of the Chorben. Bayas Rishon was Avodah Zarah. Bayas Sheni was Sinas Chinam. And we should be zoicha to the prophecy Tzayim Haravi, Tzayim Hamishi, Tzayim Hashvi, Tzayim Hasiri, Yia Lebeis Yehuda, Lasasain, Lasimcha, Lamayadim, Toivim, Vaemes, Vashalaim Echav.